Hi, welcome back. I'm Dr. Zahari. And I'm Dr. Weasley. And we are Two, two Moody Doctors. doctors. Alright, these uh this question came from Mariah actually. Um Hi, Mariah. Not that you have to give your name when you submit a question, but we always welcome that. Um and she submitted two different questions actually, but one of those was uh uh asking us to give our favorite teaching moments and or memories. Hmm. Which I might need to have an hour of blank space on this podcast to think about it, to narrow it down to it's really hard. It's a great question. It's a great question. Yeah. I I have a goofier memory, if I could start with that, um, which involves one of our current students actually. Um I'll just I'll just call him Matt. We were discussing him earlier. <laughs> um so he uh um, um if he's listening to this, he'll know who I'm talking about. Um, um he's one of our grad students now, but he was one of my students when he was a freshman sophomore in my uh, group piano class piano classes. And um, once we got the semester underway, we, in the piano lab, of course, use keyboards, um, and keyboards have sound effects. Um, but these are Yamaha Clavinos, and they're phenomenal, but you know, they're kind of also the sound effects are incredibly not realistic, um, especially the choir sound effect, especially when you press the lowest keys on the piano, because can anybody actually sing that low? Maybe, somewhere, but I don't know. Um, yeah. But when you do a whole cluster of notes on the bottom of a kind of MIDI-sounding choir sound on those keyboards. It, it, I'm not sure if I can put into words how it sounds. It just sounds like what you'd imagine of a, a, a clog and blob of low voices. Anyway, long story short, um, that became my entrance music for class piano. Matt would always get there early before me, um, every single time for four semesters, for four wow. semesters, and I'd walk in, um, Matt would play those notes, and I'd come into the glorious sound of Gargling low voices. I like to use the word clog. <laughs> it works well. But there was one class that he did not do it on because I said today, and this might have been Mike when he was in class grade four, so he was about to finish. I had known him for two years. We knew each other well, and he's a great guy. Um, I said, today's the day I'm going to prank Matt. So I went in in advance. I knew which keyboard he sat at because it was the same one each time. Um, and I turned his volume all the way up. Um, I pressed those same choir low notes. And then I put the piano bench, maybe the piano, just something heavy on the sustain pedal so it kept the sound going. Um, and then I left because I knew the first thing Matt would do, because that's what I did. He would go in, he'd slide his headphones on, and start playing around until I came in when he would put his speakers out loud and do my entrance music. But that day, Matt walked in and slid his headphones on, and blaring in the headphones was the clog of lower vocal <laughs> sounds, right? <laughs> it's a great moment. Can't say it was like a moment where I. I saw a great revelation of success in my teaching, but it was a fun moment as the teacher, no doubt. Definitely a highlight. So this person's name really is not, it's not Matt. You, that's truly a, a false identity. No, that's his actual name. Oh, that is his name. Yeah. I thought you said- I would keep calling him a bunch of things. Okay. Some people might. <laughs> He's a grad student now. Use your imagination. He also did his undergrad with us. And his master's with us. Got it. I know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> okay. Well played. It's a fun story. Yeah. Did, I don't know that I. I don't know that I can answer the question. I mean, there are too many. That's a great. I mean, a great story. 
And a lot of it is like, it's just memories of, like when you see a student just like get it, you know, get excited about something and start to grow and just make progress and learn and just kind of grow as a person. It's like that, I mean, there's no like one circumstance of that, thankfully, you know, and I think any of those could be like, just, like great moments, you know. Yeah, um, I was just thinking there, there have been some like struggles that have turned out beautifully. Mm -hmm. um, private students who have uh, studied composition with me that have had amazing things. You know, we have these wonderful moments, wonderful moments in classroom settings. Mm -hmm. um, I guess maybe for me, one of the, not necessarily um, one specific thing, but one of the things that I love so much about teaching is that all those students go away. I love that I have coffee, for instance, with, and I know you do too, a lot of our students who graduate. Right. And they come back to visit. Exactly, yeah. So it's one of the most fun things I think is getting yeah. to I mean, I, I'm planning the wedding of one of my former students right. next month. That's and, right. Uh, and so they come visit, they, um, they stay in touch. Mm -hmm. And it's a great question. I just don't know that I can answer it right now. Um, there have definitely been some highlights, some amazing times, amazing opportunities. Um, but I, yeah, I can't, I don't know that I can just identify one specific thing. Hmm. Yep. Great question. Yeah. Well, um, Mariah asked a second question, um, which she said was a little more serious in nature. Uh, she said, what are our thoughts on the current world of education, music or otherwise, in Alabama, or even just the United States as a whole? And I don't know if we'll have enough time to discuss <laughs> the answer to this in a single Yikes. semester. <laughs> uh, okay. It does differ a lot from state <clears throat> to state, so yeah, it's kind of it does. It definitely does. Um, I'm not qualified to um, comment on the state of education in a sort of global sense, or even uh, more than outside of our own part of the state. Mm -hmm. And even that, I'm really just the University of Alabama. I definitely have ideas about how we're doing here. Um, and I have ideas about how we're doing throughout the nation and the world, but um, I'm definitely not qualified. I, I, I think, I'm comfortable saying this for sure, I think that by and large, and there are exceptions, but I think by and large, um, there is a great insufficiency um, relative to resources um, for teachers, for students, mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's one of our biggest hurdles. Uh, and I'm not talking about here in the School of Music. I'm, I'm really talking about um, access. I'm talking about uh, access to education, access to the resources necessary to have outstanding educational experiences and offerings um, throughout, throughout our state and the nation, and, and I'm, I'm certain throughout other parts of the world. Sure. I'm just, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not an expert, I'm, I'm not comfortable. I definitely have ideas. I, I definitely have opinions. Um, I do think that we greatly undervalue uh, teachers. Mm. Yeah. Um, Well-trained, 
thoughtfully taught, well-prepared teachers. Right. Mm -hmm. the, the average salary of, let's say, a high school teacher in the state of Alabama, it's, it's not a pretty thing. No. It's, got, it's increased a little this year, like a, a, the state congress or whatever, whoever controls that. And isn't it increased something... Increased a little. Mm -hmm. A little. Isn't it something that, even with that in mind, how dedicated and um, not just willing, but how committed so many of the teachers oh, are sure. against yeah. all of those odds. Yeah. I, I've, I've had the pleasure of getting connected to a lot of K-12 teachers on, on TikTok, actually, of all places, um, and just seeing the things that they have to, to go through, the struggles, the, the adventures, all that stuff. It's, I mean, it's, it's kind of like major props to you guys. Like, this is big. Yeah, I, was, I, I always kind of feel bad, though, and this, is, this comes down to a funding thing, which I, I feel like as a nation, we could probably do better overall of just funding education better, even, even if it wasn't salaries, even though, yes, that should probably increase. Um, but when I see, like, former students um, post their Amazon classroom wish list, or like my own son, like I get a wish list from his teacher, which is fine, right? Like I, I, I love as a parent to be able to help with that, but it's kind of sad that we have to, you know, right. that's like, oh, you need me to buy paper for you. It's like, great, we'll help, but this should be like, automatically provided for you for whatever needs you have as a teacher, you know? Um, which I know life is expensive, but I feel like there's, a better way to manage the money of our, our nation that could route it more into the education field um, since really everything kind of starts with education no matter what field you go to for the most part you gotta learn somewhere and I mean somebody has to teach you it really comes down to priorities right? yeah what are what are our priorities um, and it's pretty easy to see I mean look at where the money goes right look at where the the needs are where where there is lack, um, and we get a a better sense of um, our our priorities as not just individuals but as especially as groups, uh, as a community, as a nation. Yeah, that's a big. That, all of that's Mariah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, Mariah. Yeah, she asked the good questions. I, you know, I, I have uh, this. I know these kind of sound like more on the negative winning side, but I have been encouraged for, to see a lot of teachers, and maybe it's just because I'm getting to know more of them, but um, just they seem to be more bold in speaking out against um, like issues in the school system or in the classroom or I mean, things like um, as it relates to social issues and equality and basically like almost, almost demanding saying like this will be a place where no matter who you are and what represents you as you, this is a place that you are safe, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so no matter your you know your background, your race, your gender orientation, anything like that, it's like you will be welcome here. And, and um, seeing that teachers say that, but then also that they're getting support for that, rather than teachers saying that and they just get like lashed back against community or something like that. So to, to see that, I mean, I know that's more than we're definitely not in a perfect system, but to see more and more people kind of take that stance is encouraging, you know, yes, yeah. um, because if the students feel safe in the classroom. It's, it's, I mean, they're going to learn better if you, if you want to talk logistics, you know, um, and they should feel safe. Yeah, for people. Absolutely. You know? So that's great. Yeah, great question. All right. Thank Questions. And if you want to toss more questions, ideas, or topics our way, we more than welcome them, whether you want to provide your name or not, either way is fine. Uh, you can uh, uh, send them by email at twomoodydoctors at gmail.com or you can um, send them through a form on my website, which is where you can submit them anonymously, should you so wish to do so, which is kevinwoosley.com, that's W-O-O-S-L-E-Y. 
uh, dot com slash two dash Mooney dash doctors.